It was a mystery. The Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. Welcome to the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Podcast, the podcast of clean and sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R, and SinceRightNow.com, with your hosts in recovery, Jeff, Matt, and Chris. Right now. There we are. All right. Whoa, look at that. What hey, up? everybody. Hey, everybody. I think, uh, yeah. So, uh, off the top. Sp- off the top. Sp- Coming hot. Spitting hot fire off the top of my dome right now. Um, uh, the mayor. I was, I was having a little back and forth, a little uh, chat with the mayor. Yeah. A little side chat, private chat. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and he said... He he suggested that shouldn't there be term limits to to being a mayor? He, he was being it was very uh, generous, open, insightful thing for um, um, someone that's been appointed mayor for life at one point. Yeah. to suggest, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, he was suggesting that that uh, possibly as we were trying to think of a, a new title for Lynn, that Lynn might step into the role of mayor f- for uh, this season. Uh-huh. Uh, wow. It's a, it's an honorary title, Lynn. So. You're free yeah. to, to turn it down or, you know, it yeah. doesn't come with anything at all. Uh, <laughs> Does the mayor have real power in this town that we like to call since right now? That's the question. Well, evidently the mayor can uh, get in touch with me for back channel comms. Uh, there you go. <laughs> so, which really anyone can. Uh, but the mayor has background your background is ear. bonkers, Chris. Yeah, I don't, you're, you're you're like morphing in and out, and sometimes your microphone becomes part of it, and <laughs> some it's nobody else can see it. Nobody on the feed can see that. Either um, that or the acid is kicking yeah. in. Uh, okay, <laughs> finally, so, it's finally kicking in. Finally, after twenty-seven years, <laughs> waiting. It has a long tail on that acid. Creeper, that's creeper. So okay, I'm truly becoming an old dude. Uh, nice hats. Jeff needs one. Uh, Lynn do. and Sarah are here. Uh, Lynn takes as an honor. I think Lynn's going for it, which is great. So Lynn is now the the mayor of season five. That's um, good. Uh, there, like I said, Lynn, I apologize. There's no ceremony. Um, there's no uh, swag. No scepter. Yeah, I got yeah, nothing. You, we got nothing. You don't. No um, robe. But it, but it carries a lot of weight because, quite frankly, yeah, you know, people are going to hear about it. Um, yeah. And you're only the second mayor ever of the podcast. Yeah. So um, yeah. everyone that jumps into that chat space. Show due respect to Lynn L., the mayor of. Uh... Just like that. Yeah, it just happens. Just like there's that. no. It happened. There's no yeah. election. There's no bitter back and forth. There's no divisiveness. No. We just transition power smoothly on Sense exactly. right now. It's, I know. It was Watch beautiful. that. People, we could learn. Other, you know, <laughs> other people could learn something from that. You know what I think? From is, Ron. I, well, yeah. I, th- I think the. Uh, the uh, what what Ron has also established was a way that uh, p- power is transferred in that the. Uh, incumbent uh, bestows the title upon uh, the next. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So, Beautiful. anyway, now that we've gotten that out of the way, we've got a new mayor. Yeah. Um, okay. we got to talk about Jeff's shirt real, really quickly. Yes. No bars. Which is a. Do I. Is that a double 
or Possibly. perhaps even a triple entendre, Jeff? It, it's I've got two. Is there I three? I know I know two. I it could two. be a no drinking in bars. It could be an anti prison screed. Mm. No bars. <laughs> uh, could be the prison, uh, the prison one. I I did not put in there, Matt. Maybe you're against big candy. It could mean you, no bars. You can't rap. You've got no bars. Yeah, <laughs> no. It's it's got layers. It's got a lot going mm-hmm. on. Speaking of T-shirts, I will. I will. I got a good T-shirt story this week. Uh, you know, Chris me? did the um, Odom DM Ad Tempest. Chris yeah. designed the shirt for Since Right mm-hmm. Now, one day at a time in Latin. Mm-hmm. Which I think I don't know if you use Google Translate <laughs> or you actually I know did. Latin. I don't know Chris. Latin. Okay, but you did this T-shirt, mm-hmm. and four years ago I bought that shirt, and that. Chris didn't like give me some deal. I saw it on his website. I was like, I fucking love that shirt. I'm buying that shirt because I want to wear that shirt. And for me, it was like a way to you know you're in recovery, but you don't wear AA t-shirts, slogan sure. all up, you know, one day at a time kind of t-shirts. Right. Um, you this shirt to me was the perfect. I'm in recovery, but there's a little you know you can back it off a little bit. Only I know. Or if you speak Latin. <laughs> and the Latin so, students among us, sure. Yeah. So anyway, Chris was kind enough to allow our site, WBB, Wellbeing Brewing, to sell that shirt this week. So we put wow. it on a post. And we sold like 20 shirts. So nice. I just want to say that pretty excited Good about for that. You. That's, That's awesome. fantastic. Yeah, well, you know, it's a great shirt, well, Chris. That's, so that's really happy. cool. Uh, no, yeah. I'm, I'm happy that uh, it's you're selling them. That's great. Yeah, um, I know. Yeah. The beautiful design. Really cool. So anyway. There's the T-shirt story for you. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, yeah. Did Did you augment it at all, Jeff? Does it have like a well-being logo think, on there? Somewhere? Yes, we put a logo yeah. on the back, a little well-being brewing logo, uh, and then the Latin one day at a time on front, which to me is you know yeah. the coolest. So I, I like. Yeah, it's it's AA is not a, a T-shirt wearing organization. No. They're kind of generally. Stick. Yeah, like you've seen the bumper stickers at the old station wagons at the clubs, Matt, where you're like walking up, like, oh, there's a bumper sticker. But yeah, anyway, so I think doing recovery t-shirts that pe- only people in recovery know. Like, those are hard to find, but you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's cool, Matt. You can that's buy it over. Cool. Yeah, I like over. it. Chris had a bunch of great t-shirt designs, so I'm happy to have them back. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not a, I'm not a good salesperson, not a good entrepreneur, not a good business person. <laughs> I, just, I need a job where you tell me how much I make and what I have to do, and I just sit back cool. and count my money. <laughs> you know? I like um, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm no good at entrepreneurializing. Um, oh man. Well, that's cool though. That's really cool yeah. that you're selling them. I was very excited. Um, yeah, stoked. So we'll keep that. that shirt going. Yeah. So if you're out there and you need that yeah. shirt, I'll, I'll wear it next week. You guys can all see it. Yeah, do you, I think you wore it last week, but. Um, did I? Okay, yeah. I've uh, not worn it before. Yeah, actually, I was thinking about that in terms of what do I have on? Oh, yeah. I just do uh, everything I do is like I have so many one off since right now t shirts that, you know, that I, just I, you I, made I, for I, yourself. I just made one samples for me. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I've kind of stopped wearing uh, logoed and graphic tees. That's sort of my new thing. But, uh, the past two places I've worked, they haven't had a great hat that I like. So, like, this is where I work now. I just wanted a black on black of our logo. So mm-hmm. I just made myself a hat for the company I work at. And I did the same thing for the last company I was at. Like, designed it the way I would want it. Um, That's awesome. And so they're just one of a kind. Uh, but I'm yeah. repping where I work. But as I was playing this, and I thought, maybe I'll just start making those one of a kinds. Because we were never video before. 
and I, yeah. I can wear them on the video. Uh, oh and yeah. People say, "Hey, where'd you get? You know, where can I get one?" Then I then I would know that it's worth worth my time. But uh, that's cool. But look at Mister, gonna... I'm not an entrepreneur now. Well, yeah. so far I'm like the dude <laughs> that like is going to make something I want to wear and then see if anybody wants to buy it from me. Um, I like that. But uh, although you know, I was flipping through old files today and I realized at least two people got where is it? Well, down here in the bottom. Uh, down right there, got that yeah. icon tattooed on oh, themselves yeah. uh, and wow. sent me a picture. One dude got it, and it, forgive me if you're listening, and I, I can't recall your name, but got a really big one tattooed right here on his chest. Wow. Um, nice. And I'm just like, you know, repping the SRN crew. Um, yeah. So. That, that icon that you did for this, I mean, all the iconography obviously is amazing for the SR and stuff, but that specific one, you you have a recovery icon tattooed on you, right? And so it and that came from that, right? Like, didn't right. you? Well, that's the story. That? That, like, that's uh, where is it? God, I can't figure out which oh, yeah. way is up on this thing. There we go. <laughs> there so you go. So anybody that doesn't know the circle, the triangle in the circle was yeah. since I don't know, I don't know when it was established. AA's mm-hmm. originally it was AA's. Yeah. Icon. It was AA's brand trademark. Um, And then sometime around, I think, 1987, they realized that people were using it to, you know, as an indication of their sobriety in various and subtle ways. Um, And uh, they relinquished their trademark and just put it out in the public domain for anyone to use. Uh, And uh, so, yeah, that was the inspiration for it. I, I just, and then I understood that. The triangle was. Uh, am I frozen or are both of you guys frozen? Oh, nobody was frozen. You were just listening. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, oh. But then I stopped moving for a and second. Then when I, and so I never associated it with AA. I just I just thought it was the symbol for sobriety slash recovery, um, which yeah. it is essentially. Yeah. Um, and then the square in the circle for um, NA, essentially the same thing, and I before I really had a sense that they belonged in any way at all to those two organizations. I just thought they were symbols for the thing. So I combined them in the logo and there you have it. So not wildly original, but there you go. Anyway, <laughs> um, you know, it's but like three right. shapes. It's the three most basic shapes jammed together. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's something beautiful about it. It's like the Jeff, fir- have you, uh, and have either of you known anyone to get a sobriety related tattoo and then go back out? Because, uh, there's a Ooh. guy. There's a guy in my Tuesday Question. night group mm. who has the AA, just the, yeah. the triangle, uh, okay. in sort of reddish. And he had maybe seven or eight years, and then he went out hard for three or four years and had it turned into this panther. And then, <laughs> so, wait, it's not over. So it was like a red panther, and then he yeah. got sober again and had it redone in black over the panther. So now it kind of <laughs> looks like. It's sort of sobriety, but it's also kind of like fuck Panthers, you know. It kind of looks like, <laughs> hey man, are you sober? Are you like against Panthers? Yeah, what's like, going on? Whoa, I mean, I love Panthers, but uh, yeah, yeah. just like, you know, it just seemed like a weird display of hubris. Yeah. And I yeah. knew a lot of people when I was, you know, in uh, not a lot. I knew two guys who got sober at the same time I did at First Step House who went and got tattoos, and it was like, ooh. I mean, Chris, you had like. 18 years or something mm. when you inked up but these dudes had maybe six, 16 yeah they were like i just got 60 days check out this 
back piece. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> wow, that looks permanent. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's Keep funny. coming back. Yeah, totally. I love that's a great story. I, I don't know if I have that. I've known some people that have got that have yeah lots of recovery tattoos, but yeah, none of them that have <laughs> gone back up. But that's awesome if you're a bartender, work you know. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> ooh, what's going on? Or a panther, you know. <laughs> I uh, and it's actually of all things, the reason I've never gotten a tattoo is I've always felt like I'm too fickle, hmm. and anything that I that I like or believe now I could very well a year from now mm. dislike and disbelieve in. And yeah. that applies to pretty much everything mm. in my life except for this. Like yeah. this is right. the one thing that's why it makes perfect sense to me, Chris, if there was anything I was going to, you know, inscribe permanently on myself, this one, this one works. Okay. Yeah. Um, are we, yeah. are we slowly talking ourselves into a, going to a, tet, a recently open tattoo parlor on well, South Grand and, I'm just them. saying. Right. Um, um, there's no time like yeah the present to get a your you know have a needle punctured in your body and potentially covered <laughs> in deadly virus. But um, yeah. no, what's interesting is I was literally thinking about tattoos this week specifically. Well, to correct one thing, I was this right here was five years sober, and part of its job was one to celebrate five, but two. Because it was coming out of that second stage sobriety, which um, I know we've talked about it a lot on the podcast before, but that second stage sobriety where you come off of a pink cloud, your Mm -hmm. the the gifts of sobriety, as you know, the rooms call them, aren't coming so fast and furious or noticeably. Um, You're just basically living as a sober person, and there's this sense that a lot of people run into. I think it's they they say it's like two to five ish years where you start. You get yeah. this sense that, like, is that all? Where's all the cool shit? The, the cool yeah. shit stopped coming, you know? It's like, I don't, you know, you have a better job, a stable relationship, you have this and that, whatever. And yeah. um, so it's the, the evening out and just actually living a real life that happens to often, sometimes, and oftentimes be shitty. <laughs> You're like, I don't know about all this. Anyway, so the point was, one was to celebrate five years, and two was to sort of, brand myself literally in a way that like would make me not you know i'd either have to get a panther over it or uh, (laughs) you know i'd just look like an idiot drinking with my big giant stupid sobriety you know tattoo um but uh yeah that's the story that tells that's a story that tells itself at the bar like you don't even need to there's just no (laughs) follow-up questions it's like all right Beginning and end. Got it. <laughs> but I will say, we all believe the disease is permanent, right? Whether you're practicing it in that moment or not. Yeah. So getting a tattoo is sort of like, like you're not getting rid of the alcoholism, no. even if you're out drinking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, oh, you're well, still going to wake up with alcohol. Right. Probably end up in recovery uh, somehow. But That's funny. It's interesting that you mentioned that, though, about things that you believe in. That's exactly how I felt. I, I l- love the idea of tattoos. Um, I love tattoos. The only other one, the only tattoo I got when I wasn't sober, um, I got actually, uh, I, I remember I drank like two forties of OE on the way to get it and got it just in a typical old school dirt baggy, like biker sailor tattoo shop back in the day. Um, before, you know, tattoos were a thing where every tattoo shop has great branding and, you know, star Mm -hmm. tattoo artists. Um, Yeah, yeah. And uh, 
and that was the only thing I've ever felt that good about getting. Um, mm-hmm. And then the other two are since I've been sober, and they're both essentially sobriety tattoos. Um, but you know, if if not for that, I'd probably be the illustrated man. But, uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I have a uh, I have a tattoo that I got my first month sober yeah. of a phoenix on the back, like an actual bird phoenix, and it represented coming back from the dead in recovery. So I did wow. get a tattoo. About that. Wow! Wow! Look at that! Look at that! Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, but anyway, and why it came up for me was I was literally thinking about getting another tattoo. Get another oh, tattoo. Get another yeah. one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know what it would be though. I'm like, is, would it be another sobriety tattoo? I don't know. Or yeah. Recovery tattoo. I don't know. Um, That's cool. Anyway. I think I I could be talked into another tattoo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I could always it. be talked into something. I mean, you know, I for a yeah. long time I was I wanted to get a barcode, and this was like 20 years ago. But I wanted it to scan. That's cool. I wanted it to be active. Yeah. yeah. And I and I couldn't figure out the corollary. Like, okay, if it scans, then what do I want it to scan as? Right. Well, then that's just a whole other decision I have to make. So, uh, <laughs> kind of where it what fell UPC apart. What UPC code are you going to apply for and get the UPC <laughs> right. code? That's awesome. Right. Yeah, McLarner and <laughs> McLarner. Nineteen ninety nine on sale. That's nice. Right, right. Look at that. I'm on Markdown. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, that's that's awesome. Okay. That's so, cool. how's your mom? Did she? Did you guys talk after last week's ex- experience? Did she? Like, oh yeah, yeah, several that? times. She's blown okay. away. Yeah, she yeah. she liked. She's watching right now. Hi mom. Oh, um, okay. she uh, she had a yeah, she had a wonderful time. I think she really really enjoyed it. I think uh, she. I just talked to her an hour ago before the show, and uh, yeah, we were, it really, it was uh, it was big for her. I mean, she joked around a lot. She's like, Matthew, why didn't you tell me I had a stroke? She's like, because, you know, when you see yourself right, for the yeah. first time, I mean, shit. But uh, no, she and it was great. She was great. Chris, she said that she corresponded with you yeah. and uh, she just That's loves good. you guys. So uh, thank you again for, you know, it's uh, it was really cool. Yeah, that's cool. It is cool. It's a good episode. Yeah, we do have to, you know, uh, have it happen again much sooner than another uh, whatever that is, four or five years. Um, and yeah, I mean. If, uh, if your mom wants a, a spinoff, you know, Kathy? You know, I was going to tell you, I think she's booked to be on uh, Voldemort's podcast or uh, the one who shall not be Are named. Are you kidding me? Uh, I'm totally oh, kidding God. you. She's not- oh, kid- oh, my God. I was like, I would believe that. I mean, or that would Anna's, be hilarious. No? Um, yeah. She's going to no. be on After Part. Yeah. No, I don't. That was, that's all I know. No. That's the extent of my. But uh, no, she's, she's ours. I hmm. had her sign up. NDA oh, really? and oh, trap for life. A develop a development deal. That's right. Yeah. Any That's property, funny. shirt revenues, everything. We own it. So sweet. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Was, thank you so much again, Kathy. I know you're out there listening. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was uh, had to have also just you know our first guest in over a year, first guest of this new strange season. Um, I actually reached out to someone today uh, as a second guest oh, uh, cool. to see if we hear. Um, and uh, yeah, this is number seven, right? In the new, the new era. Uh, I, I, I we came back on one ninety seven, and this is two hundred five. So what is that? Okay, 
Oh, this will be the eighth. Yeah, this will be the eighth. We started on March twentieth. So there you go. We did. We started on March twentieth. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. March twenty. Yeah, March twentieth, all the way through April, and here we are with our second in May. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, Is the the, quarantine still going strong? Are you guys like kind of uh, loosening up a little bit? Are you guys or how are you feeling? How's everyone feeling about the quarantine? Going strong. We're we're going hard for at least another what is this may 8th yeah at least another month okay. yeah 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 because, and I'd, i'm in the same boat yeah i mean the reality is uh this is just this was the work to bend it and then now yeah. we've got to just keep it flat but if you if you lay off the you know the the weight essentially that we've put on it to bend it it's just going to spring mm-hmm. back up yeah. yeah so you have to just keep we have to keep sitting there I've gone out a couple times. Uh, I went to the store a couple times. I went to, uh, you know, I've seen my kids numerous times, saw them today. Sure. But uh, I wear a mask. I wear gloves. Um, it's just it, it, assuming everybody else is down with the program and is going to play by the rules is a stretch. Yeah. And totally. uh, we went to this gardening center which was outdoor last week and yeah. it was a fu- it was a fucking free for all. Some people are just yeah. they are going to revel in the fact that proximity makes you uncomfortable. And uh this one this one gentleman was like practically grinding on me. He just kept, <laughs> like dude, coming up and I know it was really uncomfortable and uh I found myself like in hot pursuit. I was I was trying to move away. Um and, you know, just like I went to Target earlier in the week, and it's always a clusterfuck there, yeah. um, pandemic or not. There are just some people that want to make a scene, and, uh, you know, there was line cutting and all the nefarious, you know, just all sorts of bullshit yeah. like that. But I'm still locked. How about you, Jeffrey? Well, I, w- I was going to say gardening centers are going to be the death of us all. I was at Lowe's today because you got to get mulch. I don't know why, but the pressure's right. on. Everyone in my neighborhood has found mulch somewhere, and I'm the last guy to mulch his yard. So I feel like, you know, Lafayette mm-hmm. Square, you're going to get, they're going to come after you mm-hmm. in my neighborhood. You're not gardening. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, like, oh, yeah. fuck, I, I got to go fucking find mulch. I was down at Lowe's today, and it was just like, yeah, there's, it was a totally typical day at Lowe's with this much busy. They've lined out the line, you know, so that's good. Lowe's has kind of lined out the line where you can't, bunch up but yeah it was super busy I'm like yep everyone's out doing some gardening so that's it gardening is the new everything I mean, right you know our garden has never looked more so resplendent amazing. oh it's yeah. unbelievable and yeah. uh the wildlife is starting you know yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. seriously i'm getting invested in like what birds are in my yard yeah. you know i'm starting to know different <laughs> varieties and uh it's really yeah. name them and shit yeah it's getting it, it's crazy it it's crazy, it's crazy. Uh, crazy amount of birds that you've, yeah. you're like hanging out with on, on our walks. Like, oh, look at that bird, and that bird. And then you're like really noticing the, the bird life. Oh, Micah <laughs> came, uh, she came back from a walk like an hour ago and uh, saw a giant owl. Mm, yeah. In wow. broad, broad daylight. Yeah. There are just coyotes uh, in Webster Groves. Oh, wow. yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, we have. I love it. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's the wild, wild west, guys. By coyotes, I mean people trying to smuggle Mexicans in here. Right, and they succeeded. <laughs> right. Am I right, right. Chris? That's right. There you go. <laughs> here for your jobs and your women. <laughs> succeeded on both counts. Um, so I, I always want to qualify that by saying, 
Oh, Chris is Mexican, oh, everybody. Yeah, Chris, Mexican. Chris is Mexican. Yeah, you, yeah, you should tell people oh. that because that joke will just go right over people's heads. Mexican, right? What the fuck? That's right. Uh, yeah. And Jeff, Jeff is full of hate. So. I'm I am a Choctaw Indian, and Matt's Irish, and I don't know if you saw the news this week. <laughs> yeah. Ireland gave the Choctaw Nation money because, and maybe I got this Wait. reversed, but in 1873, during the Irish potato famine, the Choctaw Nation gave Ireland a bunch of, I don't even know what here's, we could have possibly here's what you given did. them. Here's what you did. In 1873, the Choctaw, the Choctaw gave Ireland $150. Yeah! yeah! All, all these years later, which 1853, yeah. $150 is, you know, yeah, something. a lot of money. All these yeah. years later, Ireland paid back that debt. Like yeah. I don't even know what the math is. Ten thousand fold. They they gave the Choctaw Nation like a million eight hundred thousand or something. Wow. To deal with their, the tr- the challenges of coronavirus, which is a beautiful story. Yeah, it really cool. is. That's the best of humanity <laughs> going both ways. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And we, and we thank you, Matt. We thank and your we, people. And Jeff, we thank your people. They wouldn't be you know, we could to do it. Yeah. We couldn't have and done it without you. Irish and the Choctaws. Is there any more drunken people in all of history? <laughs> no, absolutely <laughs> not. not. It's absolutely one and two, not. two and one. How? Yeah, that's it. So I don't know. Have you spent much time around a Scott? <laughs> It'd be interesting <laughs> if the Irish took that hundred and fifty dollars and went out and bought some whiskey. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then they repaid the Choctaw in in uh, whiskey yeah. as well. Oh boy. <laughs> Uh, that's we have fun we yeah. do don't we we do um so just looking through the chat room There's so much going jeff, on yeah. jeff doing a mustache yeah. chris yeah. just rocking straight yeah, up chris like I do. chris 101 yeah. i'm uh you know my usual self you look, uh, you look you look good i clean shave yeah yeah you got an stl Thank hat you. on your like hoping baseball season is gonna happen you know I miss fantasy baseball. I was just let's ponder the absurdity of that for a second. I miss something that doesn't technically exist. <laughs> Is there I a miss, way to play I fantasy miss, baseball without uh, baseball? Oh, you better believe it. As you know, I mean, yeah. the, baseball has become the providence not of like jocks. Now yeah. sabermetricians and nerds and the front offices are all filled with former math majors from MIT. And yeah. so, yeah. Oh, there are several leagues that just have algorithms projecting out statistical models for the entire season for every player. But wow. I'm, not, I'm not ready to do that. <laughs> you need real ball. Yeah. But missing a fantasy is kind of, kind of sad. <laughs> That's funny. You know what I was reading? That uh, because the baseball season is not happening here which is what you're just talking about right um Mm -hmm. so apparently espn is going to start broadcasting south korea's baseball season which they are able to do go do sand bears okay that's all i'm saying yeah Uh, i was Uh, i already already picked out a team in case i I like the wyverns i forget where they're from but oh the wyverns yeah uh yeah my uh that's my son's team we talked about it today yeah we we uh the Taiwanese, uh, the Taiwanese baseball league is also playing, uh, mm. but it's it's a little different. I was watching a highlight this morning, and a player hit a home run, crossed home plate, and someone handed him a stuffed animal. Which is just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like <laughs> they have a ceremony. <laughs> That's awesome. It was an American player, and it's, this was his first year at the league, first home run, and it was yeah, 
I guess that happens, but that's what you get. That's funny. Well, it's so, so uh, saying they they miss sports. It's just you know yeah. silly. It's it's that's an easy one to give up. You know. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we'll be okay. Yeah, we're gonna make it. Cardboard fans in the stands. Yes. Um, I uh, sorry, I was distracted by. The chat room this time more so than other times maybe or I don't know. Well, uh, I, I I heard somewhere that they are going to not if they get if we do go back to live sports. Yes, they're not going to have as much alcohol sales, so people won't go to the bathroom as much to try to cut down on the spread of the virus. And I'm like, oh, that's, uh, that's pretty we funny. Ha- we have an update here from uh, my mother, hmm. uh, Carmel Kathleen. Carmel Catherine O'Connell Glarner, uh, who said the Irish gave 3.1 million. Oh, 3. to the nice. okay. she, Yeah, she knows. I think that yeah. then that She's... that went up since I saw the story. It doubled almost. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Well, we we're buying a casino with it, so thank you, Ireland. <laughs> we really appreciate that. We just voted on it. We're like, huh, what should we buy with this 3.1 casino? Casino sound that's good. Mm. All right. So should we do a little round the horn, little uh, mood check in, little sure. uh, therapy check in? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I I had my first therapy session with our therapist, Chris. So- we don't go together. No. You told me about her. You did a solo. Went, yeah, solo. Because nice. you told me to do that, right. and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. She's um, good. And I'm. Yeah, she's good. And the my I was specifically going in to work on anger and rage. Mm. How's oh. that? That's pretty good. How'd it go? Well, it went well, and I, I think I'm. I have tried to play off the. You know, it's funny because I was reading. Uh, I don't even know why I picked up the big book today, but I was reading. Uh, and I had this idea of doing a big book thing. Like the big book's an old document, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't, Chris. I know you've never read it, Matt. You've read it, but the language is old. It's just it's cool, but mm-hmm. it's just old, right? It just sounds oldie timey in lots of places, and some places are super outdated. So I'm like, oh, I don't. I'm I'm surprised no one's ever tried to take it and written and and modernize it. And maybe they have, and I just don't know about it. Uh, but I was like, oh, someone should do this. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll take a shot at hmm. do something like that, or just putting some the new different Testament? things. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like yeah, just update it for the times, or just like oh, it's the inspiration was. Uh, and I think I think this is right. Liz Fair did a track by track oh, right. uh, thing for XL and Main, Main, Main Street, right? Mm-hmm. On XL and Guide. I was like, oh, could you do a chapter by chapter update of the big book? Just as a thought. I don't even know why I thought that. Start with uh, For Wives. Just saying. Yeah, that's right. Isn't that's, that the easiest chapter? That's the like, one that just. <laughs> let's uh, just start there. My favorite part. That one is antiquated. Is that it's I like, miss. Yeah, it's like Leave it to Beaver times, yeah. right? I love oh, that please. I misunderstood that as Four Wives when I first heard it. It was oh. <laughs> for like the player that like back in the day yeah. like was juggling like four families. It's uh Chris, your mishearing is pretty close to the truth because one of the tenants in Four Wives, one of the things that it sort of suggests hmm. to the women of alcoholics is uh if he brings home hmm. a strange woman, totally. uh just okay. don't get mad, you know? Right. He's sick. He's sick. He's under a lot of pressure. That's right. <laughs> We just say, uh, yeah, got to play. That's right. Most of it's like that. Like if, if you've been a person who's been out and basically banging anything that moves, you probably shouldn't talk about that. And, you know, if, if he's done that, 
don't shame him. Don't make him feel bad. Right. <laughs> it's just the disease. You're like, oh, that's cool. So he's sick. My my suspicion. So uh, spending more time in this. In uh, sorry, you're in the middle of a, a what's up or whatever we, whatever we call it around the horn. Um, yeah, around the horn. Oh, yeah. well, that's good. I like it. We're around the horn. It's good. Let's keep going. Well, it, I, I was thinking since I've been del- diving back into the recovery space, I was thinking about all of these people that have something to sell. Um, that seems to get yeah. stuck in Macraw. Um, yeah. And I was thinking, like, I, I think is this that, is where this started with me. So we'll, I, I'll follow up on this. Keep but, going. And I think I was like, is that where it just started? Like the like the new modes of you know? Do they just take the big book and they take the twelve steps and they're like, like you run it through a you know a thesaurus or you know just rewrite it so you like you have mm-hmm. you cover the same bases essentially. I don't know. Yes. I mean, I'm not. I don't have enough if, knowledge to know if I... No. Well, you know, I love all the self-help gurus, right. and I've read them all. And I can tell you that they're all... All of it is based on the big book in some way. Some of the biggest tenets that they're talking about, no matter what that is, is just rewritten parts of this way of living. And this way of living was kind of taken from things earlier. You know, it all has a, a lineage to it all. So... There is a there's a wisdom to it. There's a core wisdom to it, right? That everyone sort of puts in different language and writes in different ways and adds stuff to, um, and makes it modern and and you know relevant. But yeah, I think you're exactly right, Chris. It's yeah. it's universal too. I mean these these uh, as you said, Jeff. It pulls from Eastern and Western religion. It yeah. pulls from. Uh, all stripes of spirituality. Um, and the, the really the, the underlying principles that inform the 12 steps are pretty universal, you know? Um, so, but, but it's funny when you were, I was like, Chris. And so I was thinking about this, like, okay, is the idea that someone is making money off recovery, a good or bad thing all the time. And that's what I was trying. Cause I know, we, you had brought this up last week, and I've, and I was just thinking about it, like, and I don't know if this is the right analogy, but when I was lived in England, mm. you could go to healthcare for free, right. and that was cool, and it was there for everybody, and it was free. But if you wanted pimp healthcare, like a little nicer doctor's office and mm. just a cooler setting, you just wanted a better place to be, yeah. you pay for it. Sure. So I was like, I wonder if that's if there's some kind of like recovery should be free and AA should always be free and there should always be that. But if you're a person that wants just a little more high touch experience, I don't know. Is there Mm -hmm. something that like, Oh yeah, I could see that. And so, but, but then I'm with you, like the treatment centers are ruthless and there's people that are so vulnerable. So Mm -hmm. anyway, but I don't know, you know, it's really, it's what the market will bear and what somebody's willing to pay for. But I just genuinely have genuinely, yes, genuinely have trouble believing that, uh, you know, the average individual and the above average individual that got sober. uh, Well, I guess that's, I don't know. Maybe that's what we're doing. Maybe I'm a hypocrite. Maybe, I don't know. But I, well, but this has never been positioned as like we're going to teach you anything. No, um, no, or charge you anything. I mean, right? Because I mean, right. this is what you're getting. You're getting right. Dudes, like, I wouldn't pay for this shots. <laughs> I wouldn't pay for this shit. No, but 
and yeah. to that end, Jeff, I mean, in the recovery space, yeah. so yeah. you think about rehab centers, right? Yeah. If you want all the trappings and the fineries, you yeah. can get them. They're yeah. not, not going to, frankly, I, you know, I went you to a did. place that was you 11, it was $1,100 yeah. a day. And Woo. we had, we had a chef for our little wing and, yeah. you know, That's I ate, living. I had foie gras for the first time in my life in rehab, <laughs> nice. but it didn't work for shit. What yeah, worked yeah. for me was the place that was 40, 40 large, 40 bucks a week cash. <laughs> and, you know, um, so I don't think that you can, all the trappings, it's yeah. just no dressing. I mean, the, the message is the message. Recovery is recovery. And uh, it's an inside job, right? Yeah, true. Yeah. But is it bad that people are making money off it in some capacity? Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I, um, I don't. Sorry. I think there are people. Yeah, it's like if it's your job and you're in in some way write, a writer or, a, you know, it's like I think all that's good. And I don't know when it crosses the line. And I don't know. It's yeah. I don't know. It's 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 strange. But I do think like I've bought a million books. And yeah, I so have I. I've, I like them all. And I'm like, yeah, I pay for these. They're cool. They've all added things to my life. Um, so then what's the next step would, if this, the new reality is it's an online course or it's an, I like, Oh, I'm paying for online courses right now. Like I've done a Coursera course, for instance. And I'm like, Oh, that was cool. But so I don't know. Different. Yeah. I totally guess. agree. I don't, I don't I'm know. with you. I, I think yeah, something like sobriety and recovery and self-help and gurus and coaches and all that. And that's just my, that's my hang up, I guess. Um, yeah. but you know, because you said the anti-guru post this week, Chris. Yeah. I like that, and right. you have a philosophy of anti-guruism. Yeah. Right? Where you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, and in some ways, it was also prompted this week by realizing somebody else that we've had on the show, uh, and regular listeners will know, or people in the recovery sphere will, will know, uh, wrote a book about they got sober without the benefit or i get i guess of the the rooms of aa yep. or the 12 steps and they just did it cold turkey much like myself Ooh. i imagine and they wrote yep. a book and they're selling the book and i'm like and i guess it just wouldn't have occurred to me to write a book about here's how essentially here's how you get sober by stopping drinking <laughs> you know what i mean right it's like which i know is is, is a an oversimplification likely of what's in there. And it's probably a well-written and fun book and blah, 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 blah. Um, but it just wouldn't occur to me to make money off of that, you know, to, yeah. to, or, uh, so I don't know, maybe that's just my own problem, but, um, well, it, I, to me, it's, if it's instructive, hmm. deliberately instructive, mm -hmm. that's yeah. one thing, right? I mean, I remember reading an Augustine Burroughs book, hmm. uh, dry, in which he gets sober, yeah. and it's a wonderful book, right? It's a great book, and it helped me. Mm. But I don't know how it helped me. It helped exactly. me, I guess, by by me saying, "Oh, hey, there are other people who think kind of yeah. like I do, who have gone through shit I've gone through, who are now on the other side of it." Yeah. But it never said, "Do this right. or do this or here's the key or you know." It just I know how does to that do make it. Sense? Follow my rules, and I'm here's my coaching right. course. Sign up for twenty nine dollars right. a month. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, sir. Uh, um, uh, oh God, I was going to say Sarah Heppler, but uh, um, God, why can't I think of her name now? She was uh, my savior. Uh, Drinking a love story. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Was Drinking a love story was that for me? Mm -hmm. uh, 
that's the book where I read and I said, I didn't know when I started it, but by the halfway through, certainly, if not yeah. sooner, I was like, oh, <laughs> now it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Now I know what I am. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but it was just th- it was through empathy. It was through empathizing with yes. the story. It, was, it wasn't through being led. No, it was being a genuine human sharing something. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dry. Yeah, well, dry was definitely more entertaining than drinking a love story. Uh, all right, but but I, drinking a love story, I, yes, I enjoyed Knapp. as well. Um, thank you. Oh, Caroline Knapp. Just uh, yeah. Um, I mean. Hell, I liked the James Fry book, uh, sure. A Million Little Pieces, right. even though I knew it was hot horse shit. You know, yeah. I mean, it was clear he was describing Hazelden. Nothing yeah. he described as happening there can happen there. Uh, right. But I still enjoyed the hell out of it because Me it was, too. you know, yeah. um, it was just that that commonality, that knowing. Probably the same reason why we like maybe people listen to us or we listen to others in this space. It's just that whole that kinship mm-hmm. of yeah you get it you know mm-hmm. the, 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 is his name james fry yeah is that yeah. his name so that fry. book we've heard stories as harrowing in that as that i've heard stories Whoa. certainly mm-hmm. as harrowing as the things he described the dentist scene i think was probably it's pretty harrowing in that book but i've heard really harrowing stories mm-hmm. in recovery so it's not like he was making shit up in the world of what real you know of what how low you can get and desperate you can get oh. and crazy you can get and harrowing. But there's like an a- aggregated not. all into one condensed yes. chunk of life. Yeah. 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 Right. And really well written. Yeah. And took, and took some liberties. And frankly, all you need to do is say fiction Yeah. and yeah. I'm good. I'm good. You know, I mean, shit, Edward St. Aubin and yeah. the Patrick, Mel- the Patrick Melrose novels, they're brilliant. They're fictional. Brilliant. Yeah. Perfect. You know, right. um, yeah. Yeah. And and really a another wonderfully rendered snapshot of utter desperation yeah. and depravity yeah. and uh, you know something that you can read and say fuck I remember that yeah, I know that childhood. I know that feeling all that um, yeah. those yeah. were brutal that was was it the number two book where it just got off the rails right I feel like it got off it the rails was. from the beginning with his fucking dad. yeah that's did you, true. Yeah. Did you watch the I haven't watched the series. I keep meaning to. No. Is it good? I I did. Uh, It's great. It's fantastic. I watched the first two. And if I want to watch the rest of them, I may have to do it alone because uh, my my partner kind of fell off. It was a little too heavy for her. But, Mm. um, you know, I thought it was it was a it was well. You know, it's Benedict Cumberbatch, Hmm. who is a pretty damn. Yeah, yeah, he's a pretty damn good Patrick Melrose. And uh, and they. They capture the era very well, and that yeah. sort of idle, rich, uh, that whole lifestyle is really well. I think uh, I don't know. I found I found it very entertaining, um, but really heavy. Hmm. Yeah. Does it feel As like the sh- books? I mean, you know, when you did you get that? Did you recognize what you had read, like the way it felt and the way it flowed? And absolutely, okay. uh, Hugo Weaving. Huh. Uh, plays his father. Wow. So, uh, you know, Mr. Anderson, mm-hmm. uh, and he's just a, a absolute evil incarnate yeah. in that role. Uh, uh, yeah. He he's plays such a good, villainous, uh, black-hearted mm-hmm. black hat. It's really great. That His father was just the most over-the-top... And it was... There's, there's bad, and then there's people who are bad but think that they're doing... Mm-hmm. that they're good or something... It, like mm-hmm. so twisted mm-hmm. and his father was that 
character, right? Just like yeah. thought he was doing right by his boy or bracing some some man of it just so fucking dark and twisted. That, yeah. Oh yeah. man. That's good. Well weaving weaving really nails it. Oh, it's that's cool. It's harsh. That All right, what's me. up? Go ahead. Oh, Are we still no, you horn? go Are we ahead. still go around the horn. No, go ahead for it. I was gonna round the horn you, Chris. I was nominating you for the next horn. <laughs> yeah. So, I was gonna horn. Reach, I was gonna reach, horn on you. Reach around the I was horn. Horning Chris. Um, uh, why do I? Well, you know what? I've been thinking about what we're talking about. All these we're, we moved into media, <laughs> books, and film, and uh, shows. Yeah. We finally binged through all two seasons of uh, Succession, which absolutely love. Yeah. Just phenomenal yeah, show, um, and uh, just. Kendall, the uh, the one suffering from substance abuse, and uh, just really like I I got was put through the ringer so much by his arc in that just uh, and as a character and as a someone like traumatized by this overbearing, emotionally abusive, yeah, father the patriarch. I was just like, wow. I mean, I was really, really um, gutted by that character. Just um, anyway, it was a great show. And and to to my mind, it felt like a really um, well-crafted and and to a large degree subtle, actually, portrayal of someone wrestling with his addictions. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it it didn't feel over the top, really. I mean... You know, there are a couple instances no. where scenes might have maybe felt a little much, but I mean, his character, I felt, yeah, that felt like he was nailing it. Uh, okay. There was, was a lot of quiet desperation. Act- yeah. Yeah. Was he active? I, I can't, I saw, yeah. I think I watched like a couple episodes, oh. but I have not started. But anyway, I could totally catch up to it. But is he using in the whole, is he like a drug user? And he, I know which goes, guy you're talking about. He goes through all stages. All of them. Yeah. Gotcha. From his, you know, sober recovery, rehab, yeah, yeah. Uh, all of it, yeah, everything. Um, in That's a cool. really, I think, believable, pretty believable way. Um, yeah. And uh, anyway, so that that's that's what I was thinking about. We're talking about that, but as far as uh, horn uh, the week, I'm I think I'm doing all right. I'm uh, I, I feel like I'm experiencing this isn't doing. It. I mean, because I think it's because it's you guys and this is maybe fun, but. Uh, you've heard of like Zoom fatigue, just like spending yeah. so much time <laughs> on a screen with like all these faces, and like um, yeah. I, I feel like I'm getting some of that. I'm just like feel like I'm having a little bit of trouble um, doing what I do from afar, like with my team, like you know, wrangling as a creative director uh, everything mm-hmm. well. I guess doing it well is what it is. Is I, I, I feel like I'm slipping, but that that could be my own perception because that's. But uh, so that's just been a little, uh, I guess, uncomfortable is the best way I can describe it. Um, yeah. Like uh, you know, I had a decent week. We had two presentations today that went well, but uh, since yesterday, I'm like, I just can't wait for the weekend, which is just it's so odd to be feeling that way when I'm essentially going from my bedroom to a room almost <laughs> right below it, totally. and, and, you know, then to the living room and then outside. And, but you know, it's like, but yeah, I can't wait for the weekend so I can spend the time in the same rooms, not doing, I don't know what I'm doing. 
But overall, is, you know, um, I'm good. I'm good. How is presenting on Zoom all the time? Like, I remember phone presentations uh, suck. You always wanted to be in person, and how, it's kind of a weird mix of both, right? Yeah, honestly, I ha- I don't like it, but really, I I don't mind it. Some of some of it, it's more like the big, uh, like status meetings or you know company meetings or meetings where there's just a ton of people that you're. Pre- We've had one this week where we're presenting to a ton of people, and that was annoying. But we had the two today were directly to uh, single clients they're good clients and there's what, what I was what I was liking about it today though was the the breakdown of the barriers of in some ways like propriety that people feel like they have to have that all this is doing for us like nobody's yeah. wearing you know I, I was nobody's wearing pants you know I'm joking but I have not worn, I've only worn shorts for the past however long it's been, two months. Like I haven't put on pants and, you know, I only ever occasionally put on a shirt with a collar if Mm -hmm. I'm going to be with a client. But even then, you know, I started off the call with a hat on and, you know, I wouldn't, you know. And and so what was interesting though is like one of our clients that we had the presentation with, we were talking about it and right as he got on is right as I'm like essentially yelling over the Zoom call. It's like, I haven't worn anything but shorts in two months. And he's like, hey, Larry, this is Larry here. And I'm like, oh, hey, Larry, then you just caught me talking about I'm not wearing any pants. And uh, and then he tilts his camera down. And he shows that not only he looks like he's sitting in front of a, his desk, he tilts it down. He's lying down on the couch and he's got sweats and slippers on, and he goes and he shows, and I'm like, that would never happen, you know, yeah. have before. But and so, I'm I, I hope things like that, like uh, this sort of loosening of formality and and sort of softening of of borders. You know, I wouldn't we wouldn't have that relationship with our client about him showing us that he's lying down while he's talking to us with his you know jammies on. It just never would have happened. He would come to our office. Yeah. We'd sit in an office room and present to him much more formally, even though it would be lighthearted. But you know what I'm saying? Anyway, yeah. that was a long way of getting to just – there are things about it that I do like. That are kind of cool. That's good. Sorry. That's all right. No. That's my horn. It's all good. It's what all about good. you, Glarner? Are you a Zoom presenter? Uh, I don't – well, you know, at different styles too. I mean, Jeff, you presented with me a million times, you know, yeah. I, I like a little theatrics and I like you to, pay, I like to stalk around the room right. and I like to, you're like Sundance kid, man. You're only good if you're moving. Like, how are you well, zooming? Like, um, you're, so, a, you're in a cage, but you know, I, you know, it's all good. I mean, you, I, I don't like phones. So zoom is uh, a market upgrade over that, I suppose. But, sure. uh, I, you know, the week was fine. I need to put new stuff in my head. I said that oh, out loud numerous yeah. times this week to Micah. It's just I feel like I need varied stimuli, and uh, I don't know. I feel like I've been putting a lot of the same things in my head recently on a like day-to-day bad, basis. Bad thinking, no. or just no, 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 no. Just, just uh, I'm talking about the same. Shit. Yeah, even the same kind of books and the same kind of yeah. media and the same kind of. I'm going. I'm on walking in the same neighborhood. I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of these road activities and. Uh, you you need varied stimuli to get varied results and to feel different things. And uh, I don't know. I think I think I'm starting to feel maybe more claustrophobic in mm. some regards than than I had to this point because uh, you know I mean I could always read a new book mm. or watch a new show or watch a movie or uh, you know but but that's even that's getting old. Really? I think I and I miss. 
people, you know? Um, yeah. I miss uh, a little bit of that interactivity. And, and Chris, you work, you still work with a group, and yeah. that, so you probably get some of that. And Jeff, you probably have people that you work with, you know? Um, I get a little bit, mm. but a lot of this, you know, it's just kind of, I'm kind of a lone wolf mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. from a, uh, you know, I'm just writing on my own. So, yeah. uh, nobody to bounce it off of. It just kind of gets, that gets tired, yeah. but, yeah. I can see that. but I have no fucking complaints. I'm doing great. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean that it, I need to keep reminding myself that all my problems are first world problems. And at the end of the day, I'm doing better than 99% of the people out there. So I have no, I have no complaints. That's good. But I can yeah. totally see that. I can totally see not having a. Yeah, it's a different. It's a different world. Not having creative anything. Yeah, just no contact with anyone doing. You know, and I, I, yeah, I see whatever we we go in and pack boxes. We're shipping. You know, I like see whatever. So I kind of see people in and out and just whatever. And everyone's practicing. We all have masks on and gloves, and there's a routine with hand sanitizer mm -hmm. and how we do everything. So, but yeah. I, I totally hear what you're saying. Like you're just, yeah, not doing any of that. that that's yeah. uh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's just not you. It's like that's the first time you've always had a team, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Well, that's also yeah part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Not used to. I'm used to joking around a lot with my colleagues and uh, you know having I've, people I've that been, you care about. And I've been taking crazy urban walks, and I told I know what you're saying. Like I got to get out of my neighborhood. I have a great neighborhood, but you're like fuck it. I can't walk around the street anymore. <laughs> so the other day, this is crazy. I walked down to. We're kind of by the railroad tracks that cut through on Shoto, and I mm -hmm. just took this long ass walk with my dog, and I ended up going through a hole in the fence onto the rail yard, and then <laughs> I I was like, oh, I'll just walk down the tracks for a while and then walk back into the neighborhood. But it turned out as I'm walking down the tracks, there's no way to get back into the neighborhood because it's all fucking walled off. And I'm like, <laughs> holy shit. So then I have to cross under this bridge and it's pretty wide. So the track's not next to you, but the bridge, it push it's pushes you really close to the tracks. And as I'm walking under the bridge, a fucking train comes by no! and the yeah. guy's honking at me like, what the fuck are you doing down here? You, you... Stand by me, revisited. Totally. So it was kind of terrifying yeah. in this moment where the train's six feet away r r racing by me like you know like probably not the safest so i grabbed the dog and we're just kind of sitting on the embankment while the train goes under you have a so big ass like dog too. Yeah. i mean he's i know i'm like come here dog. not like you could pick him up no and then but yeah and then You'd we finally made it out but i was like yeah that was kind of a it was a weird oddly stimulating mm. walk for reality for just like uh, the humdrum you know six weeks of walking around the super safe whatever it just is like wow that was that was adrenaline provoking wow. that i haven't had in six weeks so yeah maybe try that matt run by the that, railroad tracks. that's what you I'm know saying. i i uh the college kids you know i live like basically on washu campus yeah. and the, co the college kids keep things interesting like i can walk oh, down yeah. forsyth yeah. There were uh, four bros who had brought tables out on their front lawn and were playing outdoor beer pong. Uh, four guys shirtless outdoor beer pong yesterday. Uh, that's the same house, incidentally, in which uh, two dudes that live there just lift weights on the lawn. They brought a fucking like all those benches out. The bro down but, hoedown? Um, yeah, the bro down hoedown. But, you know, it's uh, it's a really diverse campus. And obviously, it's a really good school. These are smart kids. So I've yeah, seen yeah. they. There are all kinds of like discussion groups happening and uh, 
yeah, there was like a, a big sing along circle, uh, you know, so I can I can get a taste of that yeah. um, little collegial kind of stuff. Uh, the Shabbat house was giving out uh, free hand sanitizer, all the uh, Jewish nice. frat kids. Yeah. So I have some Shabbat. So, so school's still happening or people are still living there because there's nowhere mm-hmm. to go. There are still people living there. Yeah, quite a few people living there. But yeah. uh, uh, but the campus itself, you know, I think there are a lot of kids who are like, hey, I'm paid out through, through the end of the year. This is where my friends are. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to stay here and uh, and out. finish my my finals, you know, through e, e-learning yeah. or what have you. Um, yeah. A couple That's things good. before we go on. Okay. One, I can't I can't believe we've gone an hour already. I don't know how that happened. Um I, oh yeah, I really can't. Uh, wow. But two, we got a couple of at least a couple of first timers here, Ed and Tyler, and I want to thank them for showing up. Um, Ed said, "I've listened to all the podcasts, but this is my first live session. This is great." Nice. And Tyler agrees that this is great, and we appreciate that. We really do. And thanks for coming. Uh, this uh, this time somehow um, I just haven't been in the chat much, but uh, as I've been trying to mention to people. Uh, on social and just in the the course of this podcast is the chat ends up being its own parallel universe to the show and if for no other reason you could hate us and just come show up in the chat and uh probably yeah. have a good uh, and, recovery time and hate chat us on a you can hate chat us <laughs> hate in the chat, chat us. um uh, tammy came back uh i don't know she might have missed that lynn has now been appointed mayor uh, yeah. that's, uh, I think Lynn's, uh, one of her roles will be to make sure everybody knows she's a mayor. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know that's, <laughs> that's the only role of the mayor is to repeatedly <laughs> announce that you are in fact the mayor. Um, uh, <laughs> Daniel's funny. here, Tyler's here, Lynn's here, Sarah's here. Um, uh, but, and I, you know, I apologize if I'm, I'm missing you. I, I, it matters to us that each and every one of you that shows up and hopefully it matters to all of you together in the chat room. Cause I know you guys are all, uh, talking to each other there as well. Um, but yeah, I would encourage people to come hang out if you need something to do on a, a Friday night that is loosely centered around recovery, if only because the three dudes talking on the mics are in recovery. And <laughs> everyone right. in the chat rooms, uh, I'd have to assume, is in recovery. Um, but yeah, i got an hour already. Um, All right. Are we, are we on for next week? You think we'll still be social distancing? Or you think we're going to open all up next oh, week? Everyone will be out on a Friday night partying. <laughs> oh, you know, well, the reality is I don't know if people will. Well, who knows what, what you know, people that um, like us will, will do in terms of listening to the show. But I'm going to tell you this. I'm not hanging out with you guys in a week. No. I'm just, <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Um, you know, I was thinking about that. It's when this is over. In, in, I'd much rather be sitting in the same room. I really like what's going on here, uh, technically. So we'll have to yeah. figure out. Um, I, I've actually started thinking about when we do end up back in the same room. Yeah, how are we going to do it? We're going to have to have like oh, yeah. a, a camera, old three camera setup, baby, like to, full yeah, house. I know. We have to figure it out. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, because I, I do like this. I think we're going to. I mean, we're we're going to stay video. Uh, okay. So we'll have to figure that out. Um, I'll have to figure that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think I, I don't imagine getting together again. What is it, the eighth? Yeah, for like another month with anybody. Oh, um, yeah. If that, yeah, if, if that, yeah, at least. I don't. You know, yeah. it's just 
yeah, it's just done too much work to have it go wrong just now. Yeah. And honestly, if ever a time, if ever there was a time for one day at a time, yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah. I am living the shit out of that yeah. right now. Nice. Uh, I was talking to my mom about that earlier. I mean, in terms completely independent from a, uh, substances and alcohol and all that stuff but just my line of sight is bedtime tonight and That's tomorrow good. morning like we're gonna that. set we're gonna set strike to set we'll start over and we'll try it again and uh tomorrow night we'll do the same you know it's just yeah. i do not know because the answers change all the time and as far as yep. when this is gonna abate or be over or change i don't fucking know um yeah. not today it is weird it I is weird not today. to not not have a future or not have a you know what i'm saying like there's always kind of been one but now no one knows what it is so yeah. one day at a time is like it's the only way to like kind of get through it right like you yeah. just that's about it it's been my it's been that's where you're at insane is just yeah. i i don't know there are so many things that are in flux right now yeah the only certainty i have is that i will go to bed yeah shortly and uh and try this whole game again tomorrow I, i've been nice. explaining the concept to my 10 year old daughter of the only constant is change um and uh yeah i mean it's really yeah. the case now if for another reason one we have this thing this novel virus that we don't know anything about and everything we do know about it changes every day yeah. um and uh we have uh leadership if you can call it that that is, not, I was I would say rewriting the real book rule book, but they're actually just burning it and shitting on it. I like no, to think yeah. they're pissing on it. Yeah. I say they're pissing. Yeah. and it uh, certainly doesn't involve a book of right. any kind. Yeah. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> these rules were so, direct to DVD. Yes, and uh, <laughs> and they have they have boobs in them. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Um, All right. So yeah, look at us. We went, so next week then. Yeah, next week. Yeah, next week. It's uh, a date. It's a date. Next week. And uh, yeah, what else? Is that it? Is that all? Is that all we got? Okay. Well, we'll bring some. I had. We'll have. I had a few more things, but let's bring it for next week. I love yeah. it. All right. Let's do. I, I'm, just, oh, I'm just having trouble believing it's actually been an hour, but I guess it has. I'm like not trusting the. Good to see you both. Good to, Good see, to see you, you guys, for sure. Yeah. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody in the chat room. Thank you <laughs> so much for showing up. Jeff's piecing you out. Yep. Um, later. Later. Bye, guys. Another clean and sober intervention.